Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, I'll pause for you. I, uh, Did yeah. you make this? No, nah, it's a stock. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> I, uh, me... I tapped my friend. Um... I tapped my friend Max to make me a uh, theme song. Good, it's funky, it's long. Um, Alright. Yeah. So do you start with like a little intro like welcome to the Hunter Davis? Does this have a Yes. Well that is a great question, Jesse, and I'm glad you asked that as we fade out. Um and we say Welcome to the damn show. Um and you 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 lead with an interesting question, Jesse, which is does the program have a name? And the answer is officially no. It does uh, not. Because, like, I've been texting my friends about and my parents about coming on here. No. And I was like, yeah, I'm going on the Hunter Davidson podcast. Really? Like, the Hunter Davidson podcast. Interesting. Like, all caps. Nice. Or, like, caps at nice. the beginning of each word. Well, the tentative working title is the Hunter Davidson Radio Hour. Oh, I love Radio that. program? Radio Hour. Radio Hour. Radio hour. I, think I like that a lot. Like that. And then right? each episode's like an hour. Yeah, right? I like That's that a lot. Good. It's the Hunter cast in my Google calendar. Nice. 3 p.m. to 4 yeah, p.m. Yeah, I was thinking like Hunterville. No. Hunterville. <laughs> no. That sounds like a like a yeah. hunting Right, Huntsville. Hunterville. Uh, I don't know. Hunterville, Alabama. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, no, the program doesn't have a name, but this is a very special day. Yeah. Because right. today is the first episode where we have video capabilities. Ah. And of course, we're joined with um, somebody that I love dearly. Uh, someone that, you know, and I say this hesitantly at, at fear of inflating your ego, but <laughs> you're something inflated. of a legend. You're something of a like myth. It's too inflated. A mythical creature, a legendary figure. Wow. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Jesse Krugel. I'm an incoming senior uh, at the University of Michigan, studying film, television, and, and media, and also minoring in uh, political science and oh. Judaic studies. Oh my god, double minor? Yeah, double minor. Gonna be a rabbi. No, no, not really. No. But uh, Judaic. Okay, uh, let's start. Oh, man, where do we want to start? Because let's start from the beginning. Where are you from, Jesse? Uh, I'm from Novi, Michigan. It's like 35 minutes from Ann Arbor. You're a hometown boy. Yeah. Local boy. Yeah. You've been a Michigan fan your whole life? Been a Michigan fan my whole life. We've had season tickets to the football games my whole life. Um, I can't remember a Saturday in the fall not watching Michigan football. Nice. And you've also been Jewish your whole life? Uh, yes. Circumcised <laughs> seven days after I came out the womb at my bris. Maybe eight. I think it's eight days, actually. Is um, it? I actually don't I would know. say I was Jewish ever since then. So ever maybe then. the first seven days of my life. You I were kind of in the middle there. Yeah. And you knew... Uh, so, so, okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm curious about Judaic studies. Yeah. I'll tell you why I'm studying it. Okay. Um, I took a Jewish film class. Okay. Because I need the transnational requirement. Yeah. Um, and I'm Jewish and I like movies. And I, yeah. I like where those two things intersect as they well. They have a fun intersection. Um... Yeah, a very historic intersection as well. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> why, I took why, that class. Now, why do you say that? There's just a lot of history of Jews in film, and like mm. we run Hollywood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. And uh, 
then I took a history of the Arab-Israeli conflict class. So a little I had more real, a little more very real. Yeah. But I did sleep through every lecture because mm-hmm. the professor didn't have any slides, and he just talked for the whole hour and a half, and I was exhausted. <laughs> yeah, you're just out a like a light. guy. Great nap, um, <laughs> great nap twice a week. Good time to sleep. Yeah, but I did get an A in the class, and I did feel like I learned stuff. So now, I think it's okay to sleep in class. Let me ask you this: did, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm fully on board with that. Did you like Hebrew school? Um. Cause I fuck I I don't think anyone liked Hebrew school, but <laughs> I was a good student in Hebrew school. Yeah. Like, and there's no incentive to be a good student in Hebrew right, school. Right, right, right. Like, incentive to be a good student in school is like, you get good grades, right, you can sure. get into a good college, mm-hmm. you can have a, you can do what you want. Right. Like, incentive in Hebrew school is what? Just like flex, everyone's gonna have a bar mitzvah anyway. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Why was I going so? I think I think maybe me and you were just wired like that. Like. Yeah. These fucking chumps here. Like, I'm going to learn my Aleph bet. Yeah. And, like, I did a good job. I was good at Hebrew. I was yeah. in the advanced Hebrew class. See, but I was, like, like there was never a point. Because I remember being 12 and Katie, our producer. Did I introduce you? No. I thought you were going to introduce her when you introduced yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to. And then I just kind of, uh, you know, you said Judaic studies. And I kind of yeah. short-circuited. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. I'm a ghost. We also have the, no, you're our super producer. Super producer. Katie Fitzgibbon. Yeah. And I'm going to let the whole applause track play for this yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, wow. So much love. Thank you for being here, Katie. Um, Thanks for having Keeping me. us honest. Keeping us in check. Yeah. None of this I can really fact check. Unless right. I'm going like, to yeah. go to your You family. can go to my uh, LSA internal audit <laughs> thing. <laughs> you can see go if to I've completed all the credits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can contact my religious school teachers and see if I yeah. actually did good in right. Hebrew class. But that's interesting because what I was going to say, <laughs> now that you've been introduced, <laughs> what I was going to say is uh, I remember being like 12 and people telling me like, you know, you could make a great rabbi one day. Like you could do yeah. the rabbinical thing. And I remember being like 11, 10, 12, being like, no fucking way. Yeah. Am I going to do that? And I don't want to say that to be sacrilegious because I did like being Jewish. Oh, yeah. As I'm sure you do. Of course. Um, big but, part of my But identity. there was never, as I knew in my head, I was like, as soon as I get this, as soon as I get mitzvahed, that's the end of my Jewish education. Mm. And I don't know. Does that make me a bad Jew? Not at all. I don't think so. Being Jewish isn't about religion for me. Ooh, I like that. It's like a elaborate culture. on that. It's a culture and a tradition. I think more. Yeah, it's for a me. Thing. I mean, obviously, yeah, no, there's people who the religion's bigger for, not yeah. me. All right, let's move away from Judaism. Yeah, uh, but I am minoring in that because I took two yeah. classes and then I only needed three more. I was like, eh, yeah, they're interesting. Well I can do it on because you never know what doors that'll open. I like that. Exactly. Now, how have you been? making movies for a while when did you when did you get the bug uh i got the bug probably like six years old with nice. my lego guys making nice. some stop motion nice. stuff that you can still find on youtube under uh, uh krugel no it's under my dad's account you gotta look up, <laughs> you gotta look up noah krugel um, no krugs yeah they can start we talking star wars we're talking there's star wars there's this guy named action guy who was like the superhero that my brother and i created um that's where i got the start uh with the lego stop motion and then just short films around the house there was csi novi uh, that's on youtube as well how old were you when you made that uh i was probably in like like fourth or fifth grade nice yeah see i 
I have un- like um, unlisted all of my old YouTube videos, but I have a similar. Yeah, I think half of them are unlisted yeah. for me. It's a little embarrassing. I started the Davidson Co. Productions. Yeah. With my <laughs> special needs brother when yeah. I was like five. He's oh, the only man. dude. At yeah, first, I did eventually, I was able to get my friends involved, but nice. at first, I was, my brother was the only person I could yeah. kind of get to hold a camera and be another actor. So, um, so I remember uh, Handgun Revolution was a big one. Nice. Which was there was this iPhone. That's a good app. title. I feel like there's this iPhone app where you could action movie effects. <laughs> Is that it? You fucking know that. I love it. action movie effects, right. bro. There's a great video of me blowing up my mom on the couch. <laughs> yeah, man, with it the still cracks with the up. missile launch one. Yeah, yeah, that was a classic one. Great but it one. also had I thought its coolest feature and actually like a like um a subversive feature not subversive what the fuck am i saying a, a feature that was ahead of its time was that you could put like a muzzle flash <laughs> you could put like a muzzle flash into any video which was something that like without a plugin like that i mean unless i mean it could take potentially hours to do that in like after effects but you yeah. could just so yeah. handgun revolution you know I used the dancing one that had like all the filters, but I never used the action movie effects. Action, action movie effects are so fun. The dancing one? You know. You know. It's like pre TikTok. I'll find what it's called. Hmm. Did you ever do Elf on your Elf Elf Yourself? No. What was it? Oh. Go Elf oh, Yourself. Oh, yeah. And then you turn into the little dancing elves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Around I, I did that. Yeah. No, I would say the pinnacle of my like homemade movie. Uh, career was when we went to Home Depot and got some PVC pipe <gasps> and then we went to Joanne Fabrics and got a giant sheet of green fabric and then did the homemade green screen. Nice, and, dude. Like, wow, that's like... That's yeah, where I got into legit. After Effects and nice. like, keying out. I Probably the first thing I learned of that was how to like key out green screen and then yeah. we did like, my brother's name is Adam and we did Adam Flies and then we just put Classic. him going like Superman in the sky Classic. and like that's on YouTube. And why do you think Adam didn't, you know, take to filmmaking the way that you did? Um, one thing I would say is I'm the older brother, so I'm the leader. <laughs> so I'm the one, I'm the one taking the wheel. Like he can be in front of the camera, but I'm going to be behind the camera directing, shots. editing, <laughs> calling the shots. Um, but he still has that super creative aspect. To sure. Him. Yeah. I think he can conceptualize a story way better than I can. Nice. Like, I don't know what's going really? on in his brain, but like, he, I think he's brilliant in that sense. Um, and like, I could see him working in a writer's room one day for like, wow. I mean, he loves like the Rick and Morty, but also like the, nice. the younger kid animated TV shows. Like sure. he loved Gravity regular Falls. show, Gravity Falls, yeah. like Adventure Time. I, I was never into that baby shit. <laughs> <laughs> so say if I found... Adam Flies, can we watch it right now? Yeah. Fuck yeah, uh, we can watch it right now. Look up Adam Flies. No, I found it, don't worry. Oh, you did find that it. That is That's crazy. Producing. And <laughs> hold on, let me uh, All right, we got a uh, Wow, I hope he We should be wired in, so we'll have audio coming in and I can put the video on in oh, post. Oh man. The best part is like where the green screen is off and you can like see our basement floor. Acting. Great acting. Great. We even the the video's a little low quality, Bumble but we even is... had a fan 
like wow. in front of him, like blowing air. So it was like hair. Wow. Was, like, no, that was pretty impressive, yeah. man. That's How crazy. old were you when you made that? Uh, what does it say on on the year? Nine there? years ago. Nine years wow. ago. Yeah, so twelve. Twelve. Adam would have been ten, ten or eleven, 11 depending on when it was made. That's good stuff, man. That's what it's all about. So you, day one. Well, actually, how did we meet? Do you remember? Uh, well, I heard your name uh, when I was a part of Wolverine Sports TV. Wolverine Sports TV. Um, and I, <laughs> I worked in the studio <laughs> the sound effects. while like we were game? producing the show. Um, and, you know, you would do like a weekly recap of Michigan sports. This would be your freshman year, my yeah. sophomore year. Deep into COVID. One of the, the only things I could do COVID. was go into the film studio. It was one of the only ways you could really get human act. Human. Human interaction. I agreed, yeah. Legally was putting on a mask yeah. and going into the basement of North Quad. It was the only way I could like get into a school building. Even. Yeah. Like my freshman yeah. year. And especially do film stuff. Yeah. And then uh, this is the part of the program that I want to shout out. Um, Seaver Glare. Oh my gosh, always. The goat. The goat of I, Wolf TV. Anytime he posts on Instagram, I just comment the goat, goat emoji. Goat. Yeah, you have to. And like uh, of course. write a program to do it for me. <laughs> You should code something yeah. that comments. Like, I'm go. just going to do it every time. It could save me some time anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, David Woodruff, Vanessa Litcher. Oh, yes. Uh, Great people. Awesome. That might not even remember me, but I remember them. They, I think they do. Actually, I went and saw them the other day, and I was like, I was just hanging out with Jesse Krugel, and Steve was like, oh, yeah, Jesse, you know, you got to say hi to Jesse. <laughs> and uh, Vanessa said, uh, is that that fucking ginger kid? <laughs> that's, how they always, that's how they always do it. They always remember the hair. So and Pete, I like that about me. Yeah, no, it's good. And, and we're going to get into your personal branding later. Because <laughs> uh, I have a lot of questions about it. Uh, oh, fuck it, dude. We're 15 minutes in. Oh, yeah. Let's introduce this. Well, I didn't want Charlie to get it before you did. Yeah. This is my um, studio warming gift to you. I didn't know Katie was going to be here. I only have two Oberons. That's fucking That's fine. Okay. Katie but doesn't get one. I, <laughs> I saw you were recording another episode and there, were, there was beer on the table. Yeah, I was like, dude. It would be a great idea to bring some beer. I love it, man. I'm moving out of my college house. I should empty my fridge. <sighs> Let's get... Oh, Ooh. that was good. I'm going to get one here. Ooh. It sounded good. Ooh. Katie, there's PBR in the fridge if you want one. I think I'm okay for now. I think if I have a beer, I'm going to... Pass out. Tommy's gonna hurt a little bit. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. So, uh, did you, so you started because the first time I heard about you was in a sports context, mm. and the thing that was interesting about Wolf Sports TV, I thought, was that um, I think about fifty percent of the people involved there were looking for a future in sports journalism. Mm. I think about twenty percent were in the film, TV, entertainment field. Mm didn't necessarily want to work in sports, but really like sports. And then probably the remaining 30 were just, you know, doing it for hobby. Now, how would you, would you classify yourself at the time? Do you, were you like sports? I want, I've loved sports. My whole life. I've been watching Michigan football every Saturday my whole life. So I want to work in this or was it, I like film. I like sports. I think it's similar to where it is now. I want to leave my options open. I like mm -hmm. sports, but I'm not like a diehard. I need to work in sports yeah. broadcasting. I think it would be cool. I think I'd be good at it. I love sports. And you're doing a lot with uh, Big Ten. And I do a lot with Big Ten right now. Um, I think it's a little bit easier of an industry to, to work in than like Hollywood. Yeah. From the, not from the like, from the, not options. from like being an announcer, but from the options. Yeah. Um, and there's like a lot of like, Wherever you go, there's going to be sports going right. on. You can cover sports in any state. Yeah. In and it'll be lower level. Like, yeah. 
but I think yeah. there's a little bit more openings. Like if you're working in film and TV, you really have to go to like LA, one, New three York. places, two places. Yeah. yeah. Um, you but you can yourself, go anywhere and work in sports. Like you could, I, you could cover like high school football and like Iowa. Yeah, like you could. I don't right. want to, but you could. <laughs> um, and like I don't know. Like I feel like locally, like there's like Bali Sports Detroit, and mm-hmm. I feel like and there's I believe, opportunity and I believe there. They if just I folded. To. They might be done. I believe, but they something just will collapsed. replace it. But yeah, like there was Fox, Fox Detroit. Yeah, Someone's hold on. Let me, put, to... let me put water in her cup really quick. You got it. Oh, thank you. Um. Let's get a round of applause for producer Katie really quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Now, one of the other things that I love about you, Jesse, one of the many things I love about you is that you're very well prepared. You, um... I try. Yeah, and it's like I try to surround my... Like, I think the most important thing you can do is know your... Know your strength, know what you're good at, but more importantly, know what you're not good at, right? That's yeah. what everybody says. For sure. And I'm not the most organized guy, and you are. I I think it's funny that you see that. I'm I'm organized with certain things. I, I feel like I'm Your handwriting lacking. is awful. My handwriting sucks. You probably can't even read this. No. Um, but w- I, I bring this up to say uh, you're here on what is technically the premiere episode wow. of the show. Technically. Premiere episode. Of the I show. love it. And I t- I asked you to be a guest on the show, and you very graciously said yes. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> and you were like, what's the show about? And I was like, life. <laughs> I don't know. And you, um, can can content wise have done probably more preparation than I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes from like a. I think my my organizational skills and coming prepared comes from like an like an anxiety. Nice. Place. Like, I'm anxious about what I'm doing three days from now. What can yeah. I do now to prepare for it? Nice. I feel like. I like that. I'm like that, too. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, I need to be organized. It's like, yeah. fuck, I'm so anxious about this. What can I do now to, Let's like, calm the anxiety? <laughs> Interesting. And see, my response is, because um, I, I have the same, you know, stimuli. Yeah. <laughs> And my response is like, ah, I guess I'll sit around and do nothing until it's time to go. <laughs> well, there's certain there's certain things I procrastinate for sure. Sure. Because we are going through your college career, really, which is what I'm interested in. For sure. Um, okay, so where did you live freshman year? Freshman year, uh, first semester, I was in South Quad. Um, got uh, sent home. Yeah, everyone got, got sent home, home uh, for second semester, but I came back and lived in an apartment on South Forest with some friends I had met first semester um, that I currently live with now. And there's not a lot going on. What are you doing? Like, what are you do? Like, how are you staying? <laughs> how are you like, it's your freshman year of college. How am I meeting people? How am I getting started? Oh, how yeah. are you not fucking losing your mind? Um, so I stupidly looking back, I shouldn't have done this. If I was a parent, I probably wouldn't have let my kid do this, but I rushed a fraternity. Right. Now that's interesting. Dirty because... rush. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to do that when I got to college, but I think there was a lot of pressure. You had to meet like like there was you couldn't talk to your roommate even really it's right. Pretty much, like, pretty much, and I couldn't talk to people on my door. hall. Like yeah. so, I I dirty rushed a fraternity, like praying that I wouldn't get, get COVID, you know. <laughs> uh, and I didn't somehow. Uh, I had okay, so uh, I had two guys on the show. That had been talking about, you know, coming on the podcast 
since before it had even been conceptualized. Yeah. And we also talked about f- frat rushing. And they, and we're going to get into this more, but I just wanted to, like, they, it was funny you said you were terrified about getting COVID. The frat they were in, they went the herd immunity route. Yeah. Everyone gets it, take a week off, and then. One guy got COVID. Yeah. And, and so he, he put three of the Zin pouches in his mouth and filled a cup up with his spit, his COVID spit. And then gave it to everyone. And everyone drank out of the cup. No way. <laughs> Ew. No way. Oh my god. So so while yeah, so while you were terrified of getting COVID, they were It wasn't like a fear of like getting no, sick. No, it was that, a fear I of wasn't like saying that like that. What yet. people would think of me, like getting or, other like, people sick. And like and like will I get sent sick home? Yeah, yeah. Like what's gonna Yeah. Yeah, there was an ostracization. For sure. And like I felt bad because my roommate wasn't going out. Are there like are there like right. buzzwords that you're trying to use and then you no what, I just used a really big word oh big words <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll keep that in mind I'll keep that in mind I didn't want to get my roommate sick because he right. he didn't want to get sick and he wasn't going out so I felt bad that I was going out every night and getting drunk and right seeing a lot of people but at the same time it's your freshman year of college exactly um and so, so I got into the fraternity fraternity and I'm like really grateful for that because I probably wouldn't be in film. If it wasn't because of that. I didn't come here knowing I wanted to do film. Okay, that was my next question. Yeah. Um, but then it's always been in the back of my mind. Like I was right. always interested in movies. I've I've been interested in screenwriting for a while. I read a screenwriting book in like seventh grade and like wrote up a report on it. Nice. For like when you could choose what you wanted right. to do. Right. So you were you <laughs> you have you have the the mind. Yeah. You have the story mind. Yeah, for sure. Um But okay, and, and it was so, always in the back of my mind, but I never felt like I could I could do it. It felt like too much of like a a reach and at this point in, so at this point in time you're thinking politics uh actually comp sci computer science yeah and i took wow. i took like two comp sci classes in calc and then i was like yeah i don't want to do this <laughs> oh yeah I don't, I don't hate myself the problem that. was like with comp sci homework it could take two hours or it could take eight hours yeah. and like i can't schedule my life like that right i'm too much of a busy guy you have two i've seen your google calendar it's yeah. ridiculous yeah but the silver lining of freshman year was my fraternity brother, Matthew Jason, was working on the FTVM 423 project. And he knew I was, like, slightly interested in film. Second semester, I took 150 and 210. Uh, and he's like, Jesse, like, do you want to come on set for a day and, like, see what what's up? And I walked into the Airbnb that we'd rented in Ferndale um, for shooting for that shoot. weekend. And it's just, like, people milling about, yeah. like, here and there really great fast energy on set great yeah. energy on set and i was like holy shit this is like organized chaos i don't know what the fuck is going on but like this is this fun is it. i'm liking it and it's i liked great. the energy i loved the people like nice. i was vibing and like, by the end of the first that? day that was it's called flux flux um uh yeah and i met so many people that like every single project i've worked on since then basically is because of the people I there's, met there. It's like, downstream of, yeah. of Flux. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and that's second semester freshman year. Yes. Okay. It was the spring. Coolest part of that 423 is we went on a road trip to Kentucky. Ooh. And like spent a weekend in Kentucky and Ooh. shot in Kentucky um, and in Cincinnati. And like it was so hmm. fun. That is cool. And like that was COVID year. I had just gotten vaccinated. Right. So like. No, but all my roommates down to weren't doing anything. Exist. But I exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All my roommates, roommates weren't doing anything. But like, I was going out and hanging yeah. out with like fifteen awesome people yeah. and just having a great weekend. And nice. I did sound mostly on that NPA. Nice, dude. But at some point, because I'm trying to lead us to your life as a 
campaign advisor because oh, at some point advisor, the political yes. bugs the political bugs got you kind of got me i think politics has a lot to do with media and i was looking for an internship after sophomore year um and i applied to all the big film ones and i tried to reach out to a couple like small script coverage film ones and it wasn't having any luck um but this is a little bit of a tangent go ahead but second semester sophomore year i come back and i go to a party at my high school friend's apartment and i hadn't gotten covid yet but (laughs) that party we all played rage cage and And me and all my friends got (laughs) covid yeah right um and i was living in the fraternity house at this point and i didn't want to get my roommate sick so i was like hey sia who was my high school friend that hosted the party like you're all sick can i just come quarantine at your guy's place because you guys are gonna be quarantining yeah yeah and she was like yeah so i slept on the couch for like five days um and we had like eight people in their three-person apartment all with covid quarantining one of those people was gretchen whitmer's daughter (gasps) um who i became yeah clap it up hold on uh yeah i guess i'll just go with applause on that one So, who doxer? What's her first name? Uh, her first name. Her shout out. Her last name is not actually Whitmer. Oh, we'll keep I'm it sure private. You can we'll find keep it, it private. Uh, and like friend online. of the show. Do you think you could get her on the program? Potentially. <laughs> uh, we could look into that. <laughs> um, but being locked in a small apartment for a week uh, with a bunch of people, we all became really close. Um, and so we formed this friend group, which the group chat's name is the Quarren Team. <laughs> Um, because we, yeah, we're, we were a team all quarantine. <laughs> it's just helpful to like differentiate my friend groups with like names, names. <laughs> um, I also do that. Yeah, yeah, it's helpful. Sure. And then when I tell my parents, they're like, what? Like I was yeah, like, oh, I'm hanging fuck? out with a quarantine. They're like, who? They're like, shut up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, then she like texted me one day in the spring. He's like, Hey, do you know anyone that'd be interested in this job on my mom's campaign? And I, I, like, looked at the offer. I was like, me? <laughs> yeah, I um, do, yeah. I was like, me, but I think I'm a little underqualified. Here's what you can do. You can send it to uh, Mary Lou. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I gave her Mary Lou's email, and she sent out a blast. I ended up applying. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, I think, is it, can you even be underqualified for a job in politics? Interesting. That was a good joke. That was a good joke. Okay. Uh, you definitely can, but you can, yeah. you can make it. You can still do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I didn't get that job, but, but they were like, we like you. We, we like, like you. what you're doing. And you we'll got give a, you did this. you get an interview? I got two interviews. Okay. So then, yeah. Okay. And then at the end, I, I kept in touch. I think being mm-hmm. persistent is really important in the job search. Sure. Like if you don't hear anything after a couple of days, just reach back out be like, Hey, like, how's it What's going? What's going on? Uh, yeah. When can I, when will I hear back from you? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the only reason I got the job. Nice. Because they didn't offer me the job I applied for, but they said, we made this new position for We've you. We've created an, an assistant. We're going to need help. And that's you come the Jesse it? Krugel effect. Dude. And I said, hell yeah. Creating positions. I said, hell companies. yeah. You have to take the semester off. Can you still do it? Hell yeah. And um, I, and, and. It is so, the best decision so, I've so, ever made. So best decision you've ever made. A hundred percent. Wow. I don't cry that much, but the last day of the campaign, when Gretchen Wimmer made her victory speech, I was like in shambles, just like (laughs) crying so hard. Because you're a fucking half. I I said, (laughs) I say half of it because of like 
exhaustion. I was yeah. working seven days right, a week, sleeping like three ask. hours a night. A gratifying feeling for like probably the most work you've ever done on something. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think it made me a better like worker. Like, Word. I found like I was, school was easier because I just was able to be more productive. And you met, obviously you met a lot of people. Met some cool people. Didn't meet Obama because I got a sinus infection the day that he came. Damn. Um, Damn. That would have been a legendary photo. Right? I know. I know. I'm. It's like <laughs> so sad. Obama it's so grade. sad. Um, but I met Pete Buttigieg, uh, a bunch of like Michigan reps. Um, and, okay. And remind me what, where we're, cause this is your sophomore year. This is the summer between sophomore and junior. Okay. And which is around the time that I want to say me and you are becoming more aware of each other. Yes. Once I took the first semester of junior year off to do right. this. And like, that's when I pretty much met you. I was right. interviewing you for imagination. and we really wanted you on the team but we needed a way to get you around the loophole of we don't take seniors because i had met your girlfriend yeah (laughs) whoa (laughs) give it a clap give it a clap (laughs) oh that's right it's just i have to like switch uh, oh yeah it's hard i got you it's a lot of work (laughs) uh i had met her uh in la and i didn't know who the fuck she was but i somehow found out that she was connected to you and i didn't really know who i didn't really know who you were but we had also every time we saw each other we like knew there i knew who you were i was was, like no way he remembers the little ginger kid behind the camera at wolverine sports well i remember krugel ginger and we had played basketball like one time but but also but also it was like um it was just an energy match i felt do you remember playing beer pong at the at the first match party this year your prior at Laura's house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was yeah. the first time I remember being like, "Man, this guy." Outside after yeah. the festival, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, we had like a little full circle moment. It's you know, it might not be interesting for podcast listeners, but we had a little full circle moment at the you know yeah. one year thing this year. But all oh, this for to sure. say, oh, that's good. Yeah, it was nice. Um, <laughs> all that to say, um, I'm becoming more. I'm like, like I meet Morgan in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I'm there with, um, and, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm staying with them and, uh, they're like this, she's, uh, talking to Jesse Krugel. Do you know Jesse Krugel? And I'm like, I kind like a little bit. And they're like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, what? They're like, no, nah, no, nah, we love him. I'm like, fuck him. Right. And I remembered, so and this is, I want to segue this into, <clears throat> um, talking about, sweatshirts that we're wearing fuck you Jesse oh, yeah. Krugel, because i think this is probably the way that a lot of people know who you are at I, this point it's crazy i've actually talked to people who are like oh my god you're the guy that ben and that <laughs> oh that's oh, wrong oh, song. Oh, hold on hold on hold on you're the guy that hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> keep saying to go fuck himself or whatever yeah, yeah. And, and i was so, like yeah that's me so tell me how that started um, well, first of all, tell me, no, tell me how it started first. I really don't know how it started. Ben and Justin. I, I think it was Justin editing, just kind of fucking around. Yeah. They, they made a sketch and they, they put some funny credits in it before the real credits. The first credit was directed by these nuts. Right. And then there was like, uh, uh, Jojo walked in on me in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, was, what did Lara. you see? Or Lara. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. 
what did you see? And then it's like a whole paragraph right, on screen. Yeah. Like, and this is during the end credits of like a whole festival. Yeah. Everyone's there. Everyone's cracking up. Yeah. And then the next slide is just fuck you, Jesse Krugel. R- raucous applause. I had after. no idea it was coming. I'm just like, what? And like, like it, it may have been the biggest reaction of the whole night. When yeah. That came and like screen. my parents were there. They were like, what? Like it was and, so And I funny. was there, I was in the audience and I didn't, I, we hadn't, we hadn't talked at that point. And I was like, man, that's fucking hilarious. But yeah. I, at the, I figured you had something to do with it at that Nothing. time. No idea. Um, but then a bunch of my friends just started saying like, fuck you, Jesse Krugel. And then like, and it became, it became a copy pasta of sorts. Yeah. A little bit. So when did you think, (laughs) and I asked you this and I asked your mom this a couple weeks ago, when were you like, I'm going to turn this into my thing? Well, I love being the center of attention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. I'm slow on it. <laughs> so that was like a really fun moment for me. Um right. And people were like embracing it. I yeah. don't like to like seek it out too much, but right. when people are like saying it like oh. Because it's because it feels the best when you only do a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it comes around a lot. Exactly. Um and the joke obviously was that you're just like the nicest guy. So like telling you like fuck you in front of hundreds of people is ironic is like really funny. Yeah, hilarious. But I like I if it had said fuck you Hunter Davidson up there, right? It would be similar. I'd be I like, think. that's funny. Yeah. But I would be like, I can't like if I printed out sweat like if my mom my mom, dude, <laughs> if I was printing out fuck you Hunter Davidson sweatshirts to give them to my friends, my mom would be like, no. Well, my mom probably says that phrase the most out of any person in the world. <laughs> she used to say, like, do as I say no. Shit, I don't remember it. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. And so, like, don't swear like I do, but do as I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking, yeah. Fucking don't Like, I wouldn't swear. do the laundry. I wouldn't do the dishes. Like, fuck you, Jesse. Like, yeah. Fuck, fuck. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I probably heard my first F-bomb from, F-bomb from, from my mom. mom. I, yeah, absolutely. Mine was from uh, Pops, for sure. Yeah. Um... <laughs> it's so funny too i used to hate swearing like i would be the kid at camp who would like tattle on my fellow campers for swearing (laughs) and now i love it like swearing is so fun it's awesome do you remember i have such a dirty mouth do you remember when you first started to swear um it definitely happened at camp when there's no parents around like saying the f word all the time is so cool dude i i remember being in middle school and when the when the fucking homies first started to like yeah Oh, dude. Fuck. Fuck, bro. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Um. So, so f- I'm trying. Sorry. We got side. No, we, we got. We went on a little fuck tangent because I want to talk. Because I, I still want to talk about fuck you, Jesse Krugel. Oh yeah. Because there's even still steps between it going on the screen, it becoming a meme, it becoming a sweatshirt. Yeah, And then it becoming, like, something that you, I feel like, and tell me if this is off base, but it's kind of becoming, like, a a brand. I know, and I'm I'm hesitant. I'm a little reluctant. I don't know. I'm scared to make it a brand, because mm-hmm. that would require a lot of input from me. <laughs> it would require work. No, no, I'm fine doing the work, but it's, like, what is the goal? Sure. 
Like, <laughs> like, should I? Am I stretching it out too much? Like, I, yeah, people I have said they would that. buy the sweatshirts. Like, you could am I okay selling that. You could sell know. these sweatshirts, but that's the thing. Like, that, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like, is there a part of you that's like, like obviously it's a joke and it's really yeah. funny yeah. and and it's an awesome sweatshirt to wear. I know. And every time I wear it, people are like, "You got to explain that." I know. And no, um, Morgan wore it crossing the border back into the United States from Canada <laughs> and the border guard was like what is that who Who's is Jesse like, oh, that's not my friend. and she pointed to me she's like it's that guy <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh fuck you yeah go fuck yourself actually stay in goddamn yeah. Canada yeah literally um but is there like is there any part of you that's like it makes me feel a little bad oh uh, not really. Nice. <laughs> I kind of love it. That's good. And I and like I like giving people the sweatshirts as a gift because it's awesome. Like, I've gift. given it to. And my... I've saved my stationery. It's right up. Oh, there. nice. Yeah, that was the that was the the next step of it. I it's wanted awesome. to add a little stationery to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's really nice. It's good. It's been fun, and it's it's like. It's, it's kind of like a grad gift. Like, most people I've given it to are, like, they're, they I'll graduated and, and they're world. leaving. And it's, like, from a place of, like, they're going far away from me, but I still want them to give me a job in a few years. Right. So, if they're wearing my name on them once in a while, they'll remember. You did so much research work. On the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Finding dirt on Republicans. Oh, yeah. So much dirt. We had a whole team dedicated to it. I was at like the digital table, but the table behind me was the research team, and they were crazy. It's like so much. So okay, so what did you do? You, you tweeted mostly. Uh, I wrote copy for tweets and Instagram posts, and I made like graphics that we posted, and I edited like hundreds and thousands of photos that I took at events. It kind of shifted as like we went on with the campaign. Like the last like three weeks of it were like taking photos at every single campaign event every day, and the beginning half of it was like writing tweets. Um, and like Roe v. Wade was overturned during the course of right, that was huge of my time there. Wow, and okay, so like that's a good from question. the beginning, we were anticipating it being overturned, and then it kind of happened. Yeah. And then, What's the most viral tweet that you wrote? The most viral tweet. I don't remember exactly. I should know that, but it was because I'm sure you had a tweet that like fucking. Probably yeah, we had a lot. I mean, millions. there were some that had yeah, millions. Gretchen of had a few. Sure. Because did a Trump would Trump would quote tweet a crash yeah, tweet. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Fucking idiot. It was or crazy. Yeah. yeah. So such a wild time to be working like in a political office for like yeah to be working in any political office. Yes, but to be working for like a, a for someone that was being literally called out by the president. Like, yeah. regularly. Yeah. It was so crazy. no, it was crazy <clears throat> and like a weird time to be working on Twitter too because I yeah. felt like I had like mastered twitter like i felt mm-hmm. so comfortable using twitter and like understanding what makes a tweet viral and how to track and like yeah. our our yeah dude oh my uh, god numbers and stuff and then like twitter's kind of gone to shit now it's an absolute. i still love it though yeah you're still on it oh yeah tell the people where they can follow you on twitter uh at jesse krugel j-e-s-s-e-k-r-u-g-e-l and if you don't remember that you can go to jessekrugel.com which would be that would include typing in the same letters so now for me <laughs> I think part of why fuck you Jesse Krugel I think part of it has to do with like 
it's a good sound. Like you have a strong sounding name. Do you feel that I, way? I like I like the phrase. It works well. Yeah. Fuck you with like a longer name would right. work as well. Right. Um, and it works well. My problem is like I would love to turn into a production company. Right. Like Bad Robot or something. See, okay, that's but so yeah, it would only work on like rated R movies. Like you can't put that on like you a can't kids make a movie. kids movie named. So I'm thinking I'm shortening it just to F U J K. I like that. Like an FUJK production. Because so last semester. My, if I get to that stage. My ultimate career. semester. Um we brought you on to produce a sixty millimeter short film. And yes. and and I'm thinking like when I'm thinking in terms of audience for this show, outside of <laughs> my friends and family. And my friends. And your friends and family. Like, the ideal audience, I think, would be, like, you know, young adults and teens that want to go, that would be listening to the show to hear how other people that were, like, at this stage in their career slash lives would go about it. So, like, yeah, talk to me about, like, wanting to make a production company and, like, using Fuck You, Jesse Crew. Because, so we brought you on to produce our 60mm short film, yeah. and you were like, throw, this was a Fuck You, Jesse Krugel production on there. Yeah, I've been, like, ever since it happened at the festival two years ago, I've been thinking, like, oh, it'd be so sick if that was, like, Where my do we production take company. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, latent was gonna be shown to that small group of people, so right. I was like, just for shits and gigs, like, yeah. throw it on there, see what happens. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if this is related, but my, the other day I was talking to my brother about, like, the film program at Michigan, and he was like, yeah, well, you're just a part of Little Hollywood, bro. And it kind of is like that, I feel like. Like, the, the film community here has, like, created, like, this, like, mini Hollywood in a way. Like, we're all right, working we, on things. And we all have our own screenings. Yeah, we all have our own screenings, and we're, like, talking yeah. to people to build a team for our production right, and, like, and like yeah filmmaking and image or like the yeah. studios yeah it's yeah. kind of like that and like there's other independent projects going on and mm-hmm. in a way it's like that is that kind of is that a common outside perception of the program i don't know i didn't I, I didn't think of it that way until he said little hollywood bro the roommates that <laughs> that i lived with and their view were skewed a little bit because two of them worked at the same job i worked at which yeah. was dealing with film majors a lot yeah so the perception towards film majors from from them and their friends was like, uh, yeah, fucking, yeah, nerds, Literally. weirdos. So it's interesting to hear the little Hollywood thing. Yeah, I guess from that perspective, that would make sense. But sometimes I feel like it is like that. Like I feel like I'm on my phone all the time, not like scrolling through Instagram, but just like responding to texts about like the production that we're shooting in What's a week, and on? like, yeah. oh no, this actor canceled. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Like sometimes I feel like I am answering my phone. As a big Hollywood producer. As an exec. You need an assistant. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. So we've covered... I think for audience of this podcast, though, like, on a more, like, super targeted level, like, people who may be interested in the film program here. Right. What's oh, like? interest. Like, in you're going to be interviewing in probably them. a few people who are in that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Um, how, whoa, how would you describe it? How would I describe the, the film, film program? program yeah. I love it here. I love the professors. Uh, they're super nice. And I love the the people. Like, that's the reason I'm still in it, I think. Like, I love being on set. Like, people are so collaborative and welcoming and warm and open to ideas. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to go to film school anywhere else, like NYU or USC, because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like 
from what I hear, it's definitely more definitely People more collaborative than competitive here. Use you instead of mm-hmm. work with you. I think that's one hundred percent. I don't point. feel like anyone's trying to like step on my shoulders here that much. I would agree with that. You know, there's bad apples everywhere for sure. But uh, I I think Katie, would you agree? Yeah, I like everyone who work who's in our major. I feel like, and I'm I so excited like, yeah. to just like bring them on to the next project. Yeah, that that is the people that you work with here that you just want to work with again. Because we we covered Whitmer. Yeah. You're so the first semester of this last year, my final year yes. in Ann Arbor at Michigan. Your penultimate. Yes. I'm um, I'm coming into the fall. All of my roommates have graduated. Um, a lot of my friends in the program have graduated. And, uh, you know, I'm like, shit, what the, f- what am I going to, how am I going to spend my days? So true. What am I going to do with all this time? And, uh, you know, I had met Morgan, obviously, and I knew Katie. And I heard that this guy, Jesse Krugel, had just been kicked up to the upper level management of, of this MS, club. Yes. Imagination. And now talk to me about that. <laughs> talk to me about the name of that a little bit. The because name? it's not imagination. No. It's a it's a pun on the Michigan, Michigan M. Agination. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Katie, thoughts on that? Oh, it's so so good, so smart, so creative. Yeah. I, a little bit of a tongue twister, yeah. kind of hard to pronounce, <laughs> maybe, for people who are unfamiliar. I do find myself like changing my cadence whenever yeah. I have to say it. It's like, yeah, I'm doing the Mad <laughs> thing. I, I'm okay with it. I like it. I think it works. I think it's good. I think it's, it's solid for a student production company. And again, if we're talking branding, if we're talking merchandising, yeah. if we're talking distribution, <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's done a good job. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, I hear that a lot of... <laughs> they lost a lot of bodies on the producing board. They did, I think. Including... And... Well, that's what happened going into the the semester where we brought you on. Right. Um, I think part of it was just COVID. And, like, I think COVID fucked over, like, a bunch of student organizations just, like, with continuity. Like, there was a year where people didn't really join anything. And that kind of messes up, like, the order of things. For real. People getting promoted to executive board and things like that. Um, So I... But we lost... We lost... Yeah, yeah, sorry. We he lost and, <laughs> and they offered a lot of character to the organization, like socially, just like energy. energy They're energy guys. And enthusiasm. You can't deny that. And hilarity, if that's a word. Jokes. They do bits. They do goofs and gags. Exactly. That like we we know that we needed for the organization to run the way it has and and be the way that it is that we all know and love. And you were down a soap track and you were down exactly. what looked like a Primac. Yeah. And you had lost a, Laura, a Granny and yeah. a Jackson. Yeah. Some leaders and some funny people that we knew, we knew we needed to replace to like stick to our unsaid mission statement. So, yeah. And I remember. And I was the marketing and recruitment chair. So I remember that. And I remember showing up to, I think it was just like an MAG mass meeting before school started. Mm-hmm. Hanging out. Uh, trying to, you know, really chum it up with you. Because mm-hmm. this was before we had really yeah. come close. Fallen in love. Oh. Fallen yeah. in love. No, that was accurate. Yeah. I-, I was trying to, you know, do a little euphemism because in case your girlfriend watched this. Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but she knows. Um, 
so I'm trying to chum it up with you, and and I, and I think, I think it may have been Katie Stone that was like, dude, you got to fucking interview. You got to yeah. try to no, try we to wanted, we interview. wanted you, and I was like. Are you gonna fast track me? And you guys were like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we'll see. But then I remember, I remember going to the interview, interviewing to be a producer from Imagination Productions at the University of Michigan, and uh, I remember being nervous because it was my first interview. I because I had like, uh, I had done a bad thing junior year where I didn't make any forward progress in mm. the industry whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't, mm. I didn't beyond. I not only did I not apply for like an internship or anything, I like didn't update my resume yeah. or shit it's for tough. like a year. That that's like a whole other four credit class. I feel like sometimes. Oh, though. oh absolutely. Updating the resume, applying to internships. That's like, hours and hours out of your life that you won't get back. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, so I'm coming into my senior year of college, being like, oh shit, I've been wasting, I've been wasting time, which I felt partly justified for because of COVID. that whole thing that we've been talking about. Yeah. Charlie, come on, we're close. We're almost done. <laughs> so cute. He is pretty cute. I'm gonna try to get her on episode one of these days. Get a little mic on. That would be great. Yeah. Give her the little duck toy. Um, but um, <laughs> but, but I'm like, I need, to, I, I, I have to interview for this because I need to do something. And I remember, uh, walking into the interview, and like, I think the first thing that was said when I opened the door. Was you being like, oh, <laughs> this guy? I was excited to interview you, and I was you. like, I was like, this guy. Yeah, and that was, I'm th- imagining that's going to be the easiest interview. Not it, <laughs> but not because it was like you guys threw me softballs. You guys asked me good questions, mm. but that was like, oh, I'm being interviewed by three people that like I'm friends with. Yeah, and just <laughs> I just heard a lot of follow me up. Yeah. So in terms of people that are like wondering, you know, how to do the student film thing, I don't know if this story will be a best example because you guys, I think, wanted me in there and I was doing that interview under the pretense that I was kind of already going to get it. But I will say, so I did the interview. You guys offered me the spot, the yeah. position um, because of extenuating circumstances. Yeah. Um, but then at the first mass producer meeting, I'm sitting with all the new producers and I'm like, I got nervous again because I was in a new spot with new people. Yeah. And like, I hadn't been the, I hadn't been the new person in a minute. And like, I felt old cause I remember, I remember dude, I'm sitting and, and yeah, that's interesting. You you were there right when I walked in. You're like, ah, what's up, Hunter? How you doing? And I was like, hey, good to see you, man. Dapped you up. <laughs> and then you're like, ah, I gotta get Will Shayhop. <laughs> and like you left. I didn't see you for like another like, 25 minutes. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. So I'm sitting in a room, and this is actually kind of a fun story for me to tell because it's me, and then Claire Colazar's there, who I I had met on the Rosebud set. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I said, hey, Claire. And she, I think, was feeling a little shy. It was it was new. Nobody had met each other yet. Obviously, yeah. we're all close now. But then it was <laughs> Charlie Woodfin yeah. who lost her, her voice and yeah, I think was, that was, was so sign language the whole time. Oh, and I thought it was a bit too. <laughs> I thought it was a bit. And then it was like uh, Peter who didn't say a word to me, who we're tight now. Yeah. I don't think he said one word to me. Yeah. And then, oh, fuck, who else, who else was in that room? Glicks. Dude? Rebecca Glicksman yeah. didn't say a word to me really yeah. beyond "Hey, what's up?" Um, uh, Amy, uh, Kevin, Amy, Kevin, 
Yeah, man. Yeah. And I was ta- I was trying to talk. I was trying to do jokes, dude. I was not getting anything. And I was like, oh shit, dude. Did I did I fuck up here? Did I fuck nah, the fuck nah. up? But then, that's why you know, we brought the, you on. Yeah, you script. are the person to bring the jokes. <laughs> well, the script meeting, the script meeting was great. Again, I felt like I was talking more than I should have, just because everyone was shy off the bat. Yeah. Um, which happens in the fall script meeting. For sure. Um. But then, and I want—I do want to give a quick shout out to our boy Will Shehab because yeah. I felt like when we you int- should bring him on this, I really, really it. want to, but it, our timing is just not going to line up. I don't think. Yeah, unless you. When does that yeah. fucker get back from Spain? I don't. I, don't I mean, know. he would just be. He would be such an character. awesome guest. Yeah, I could probably get him the freestyle on the 100%. show. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Dude, this was to say. That whole first semester of Imagine after that script meeting, I didn't see you because you were working on the Whitmer campaign. Yeah. I think I saw you probably once or twice that yeah. whole semester, which bummed me out. Yeah. But it happens. You're saving democracy or whatever the fuck was going on there. <laughs> Who knows? It'll leave that up to interpretation of the viewer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but then second semester, you're back in the fucking saddle. Mm-hmm. You're taking classes again. Mm-hmm. And me and you, along with the wonderful, incomparable Abby Lee, mm-hmm. who I think yeah. she's back in New York yeah. now, right? I think she left. Yeah, she's Otherwise, I'd love to get her on. I saw she was at a Mets well. game the other day on her Yeah, she's story. gone. She fucking, those coastal elite types, dude, they can't hang around the Midwest yeah. like for a second yeah. longer than they need to. For sure. So she, she was on the first jet out of here. Yeah. I hope she listens to this. <laughs> So Can you imagine her listening to this on the bus or something? <laughs> <laughs> she would just giggle. She'd be like, oh, they're so funny. <laughs> um, me, you, and Abby Lee get placed in a, uh, well, you know, I hesitate to toot our own horns here, but an upper level writing class, <laughs> screenwriting class. <laughs> Katie, don't shake your head, Katie. At the University of Michigan. Uh, shout out Dan Shear. The goat. I'm no he'll listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm not, you know, I'm obviously not gonna air out details of our highly confidential and high stakes writing writing group, but um, we all had three stories that I felt were very strong, and I don't think it's, I don't think I'm overstepping to say that yours revolved around summer camp yeah which is oh, yeah. very personal to you now before we get into this i just want to say my cousins who you are sort of fairly familiar with yeah they're more in line with the um <laughs> with the breed of jew that you're familiar with yes oh yes the which ashkenazi is the- <laughs> absolutely the ashkenazi the suburban detroit um ah yes reformed jew which a staple of that is like two months of summer camp every summer from like five to 17 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I personally, from the other side of the state, the Southwest side of the state, I went to a, a YMCA summer camp. Oh, intriguing. <laughs> I went to Sherman Lake. Shout out Sherman Lake summer camp, YMCA, <laughs> two week session at max, usually one week session. Um, so let's, I just wanted to clear the air with that, get that out of the way. But, and now I'm going to shut up and I want you to tell me what Jewish summer camp means to you. Jewish summer camp to me. Wow. It's very, or you don't have to answer that question if you don't want to, but tackle this however you. Yeah. I mean, it's growing up. 
like you grow up at summer camp for me it always felt like a preview to the next year of school in terms of social development i love that like the year like the boys started kissing the girls was the year (laughs) right before they started doing that in school and like stuff like that um so you definitely grow up at summer camp and it's cool because you you leave your friends at the end of the summer and you pick up right where you left off right when you get back um and you think that summer camp would be stress-free but i felt like there was a lot of stresses at summer camp there's stresses about like your social status oh absolutely i mean it's like it's it's there's the the academic subtext obviously is out of it but that that pressure that that adolescent pressure is absolutely and there's no parents like like you say oh but there's counselors like my counselors were 17 (laughs) you think about what you were doing at 17 bro you're like in charge yeah did you no okay and i was a counselor for three years yeah and like i looked after my kids but i also wanted to have a fun summer too (laughs) wanted to fucking smoke weed and fucking hook up so okay was your first kiss at summer camp my first like Everything. Ten kisses were at <laughs> You couldn't translate it? You couldn't translate it no, back to the school I couldn't year. come back to, to Michigan. I went to summer camp in Canada. So the first like ten no. girls I kissed were Canadian. No, and no, you're still lying to us. You're, you go back to school and say, dude, I kissed so many girls. And they're like, you don't know camp. you go to another school. They're, they're all in Canada, dude. It was in Canada where we did no it. No one believed me. <laughs> I fucking bet. No, that's funny though. No, yeah. but the hookup culture at camp is crazy. Like, someone once made, like, a web that, like, connected everyone at wow. camp. Wow, everyone had, like, hooked up with each other. I was going to say, you're like a, uh, you're like an NBA player. When you see an NBA player in the summer, like, in an empty gym, just, like, they're like, oh, dude, Montrezl Harrell fixed his three-point. He's, he's nailing threes now, but then the season comes and they can't translate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, tell me the name of your first kiss. Please let it be so Jewish. Uh, I th- I think it is Dahlia. Ooh, <laughs> Weinberger. Not Weinberger. You don't have to say her last name if you don't want to. Not Weinberger. <laughs> and uh, so first kiss was at summer camp. Mm-hmm. First. Uh, I don't know what the look is insinuating. I'm gonna say. <laughs> That one, yes. <laughs> in the where was it? In the canoes? Not in the canoes. Behind the cabin? Not behind the cabin. Was it in the cabin? Maybe. It was in a bunk? Maybe. <laughs> was it Dahlia? No. <laughs> That's so cool, dude. Oh god. I hope this one doesn't make the cut. You think you hope I cut this out? I can cut anything out that you want. We'll me see. To. Uh I can also just bleep it. <laughs> but like funny. but that'd like, be really funny. <laughs> <clears throat> but you wanted to talk about summer camp, and I was going to obviously ask you about getting your dick sucked at summer camp. Oh yeah, I, I, I prepared that. I said hook up city, hook sneaking up city, out, sneaking out, sneaking out. Yeah, now that's interesting everyone. because because oh you're God, not allowed to so <clears throat> you're not allowed to have your phone there. Correct. So it's like an old fashioned like uh, at the dining hall for dinner. You're like, hey yeah. Dahlia, <laughs> want to meet me by the ropes course tonight? Eleven thirty. Yep. Meet by the ropes course. Was that a real yes. one? Yeah. I, I hooked up at the ropes course. There was a giant pine tree there. Oh yeah. Yeah. What about it? It was you would go behind, cover. You would go behind there and hide. God damn. To also, when I say hookup, I don't mean like sex. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, so I've always the pine needles. 
<laughs> a lot of sap. People did. People did at camp. Fuck at the top of the ropes course. Like what? they got oh, on a harness cool. and climbed all the way up. What? Like late at night. I wish I could say. Yeah. That. Right. Awesome. Are you sure they didn't lie to you about that? No, I know. Like I, I was a counselor, it. and my co-counselor <sighs> best friend did that. Ah, was it? They say it was good. He had a blast. <laughs> he had a blast. I guess. Mm. I guess that's all you can ask for is to have a blast. Booking up at camp is gross gross because like it's dirty you're dirty where you are is dirty and like yeah that kind of i mean yes it's gross but kind of like oh summer camp is the best (laughs) i was an anti-camp kid yeah no a lot of people are and i see both sides why i'm allergic to dairy and nuts it's hard if you have an allergy because the food already sucks so the alternative food options are like horrendous here's a graham cracker and then (laughs) yeah literally and then all the people who went to camp in my hometown were all like super um religious yeah and i wasn't part of that religion jews no no um and (laughs) catholicism no Mormon evangelical christians Uh, i don't Um, know what christian camp's like but jewish camp is literally just like incest (laughs) <laughs> oh, what do you mean incest we're all ashkenazis bro we all come from uh yeah yeah abraham yeah. <laughs> or <Exactly>. something <laughs> yeah no we're far enough removed now that's not a problem. i'm okay but the canadian people there that who's like their third cousin <laughs> that they don't know like it could happen <laughs> oh that's awesome that's awesome um anything else wrote down incest camp i hope you camp. <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> Anything else you want to say about camp? Um, I just think I would recommend every... If there's any kids every listening... Parent, if there's any kids listening, oh, any pa- beg your parents to send you to camp. And if there's any parents... If there's any parents listening, send your kid to camp. I think there's a lot of growth that can happen when you're away from your parents and around other kids. I really like what you said about the preview to the next school year. I think that's really interesting. I always felt that way. I was like, what are people going to be talking about? What are people going to be doing? It'll Gosh, be reflected what are people going to be this talking year. about? That's yeah, I mean, when I was a counselor, I mean, two years ago, like, my kids were all Fortnite. And that was, like, predictable. <laughs> but, like, but, like, they would do Fortnite dances. They would talk about Fortnite. They would, they would do Fortnite dances. slang. I can't remember any of it. but Yeah. Like, Go touch grass. Yeah. Oh, my God. Idiot. The slang is crazy. Especially when it's mixed with, like like suburban toronto slang Ugh. i come back with a canadian accent so like they say like pasta instead of pasta Oof. and then when you're like at the table you're like pasta pasta please oh god dude that's awful <laughs> yeah it was funny and you're done with it now you've tapped uh, out i'm i probably most likely will not be going back to camp but i for sure will send my kids to summer camp yeah, that's nice. Well, let's talk about what's next for you, man. This summer, what do you got planned this summer? I'm interning uh, unpaid in L.A. for two film production companies, Atlas Entertainment and Film Nation Entertainment. Two? Two. God damn, my man. One of them was two days a week. I, I felt like... Yeah, you can double up there. I wanted I wanted to get more I did two once. Yeah. I thought it was actually... It's actually not. It's doable, for oh, sure. I'm, I'm excited, and like it'll probably be challenging, but I'm not worried. I did. A, I worked seven days a week on the campaign, like... Yeah, yeah that's true I after you've done the campaign this is gonna feel like fucking i hope nothing. so i hope so and you move out there when uh driving to la on wednesday the 10th of may god damn man two days god damn yeah and well I'll see you out there i'll fucking see you out there man katie anything else any last minute things mm. um i don't i kind of always am baffled by like unhinged camp stories oh my god if gosh. you have any yes. yeah let's get well, let's get um, one real good camp story so we this is like so politically incorrect <laughs> um we 
<laughs> we would do this thing as the older group of boys called the haka. And the haka is this like Maori war dance. <laughs> the dance. Like from like <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so it's oh, so shit. culturally inappropriate. Oh no. That like they would teach the 13 and 12 year old boys this dance. Little Wait, they Jewish. Oh, oh, we taught it and then we performed it in <laughs> front of the entire camp. Little Jewish boys. Um, little Jewish scrawny white Jewish boys. That's crazy. And we did it in front of the camp and it's so culturally inappropriate because like that's not our culture at all. But I love You're it. not you're not an indigenous Australian no, or whatever, New no, Zealand. No, not <laughs> at all. Aboriginal. But it was awesome <laughs> because yes, this dance was great, but it wasn't about the dance guys. It fires you up. And which is why I'm so conflicted about this. Wait, what what they would out? do is every, every like Saturday night, they would bring the boys into this room uh, and we'd all take our shirts off and be in our shorts sitting. It was like hazing out of fraternity, but for like 12 and 13 year old boys. And they would make a sit crisscross applesauce in this hot and sweaty room. And they'd be like, breathe. And then everyone would go. <sighs> And they would sit us in this room, like, single file, and yell at us for, like, two hours. <laughs> and we'd be, like, sweating. And, like, the fire alarm would literally go off because it got so hot in there. And oh, then they would yelling. make... They were just, like, being, like... And this was... I think it's actually, like, it was helpful because, like, built they were, like, character. yelling... Yeah, it, was, it built character. They were, like... It was, like, bonding and, like, they were telling us how to be good people. So this is actually the part about it that's good, I think. The bad part is that we were culturally appropriating this dance. Sure. <laughs> Um, and then they would teach us the dance and like, we would do it like all out. Like I've never hit myself harder when we like did the, the knee slaps and like the chest pounds. They would fire us up so hard that like we would come back just like bruised. Yeah. And then you go go play rugby or something after that? Um, no, we played this game called garbage ball, which is like no (laughs) rules, no rules. There's two big gray garbage bins. Someone has a ball and you get just the, have to get the ball get in the, the bin. Ball the However you can. You literally just like murder people. I'd be, I'd be shooting. Jokes. And like we would tell the camp administration that like, oh yeah, we're going to play soccer tonight. Yeah. Soccer would be garbage <laughs> ball. And like we like our like 21 year old counselors. Those are like the oldest counselors. Sure. Would be like, and they're ripped. Yeah. Would, like, they, work out. they would be like, like Ooh. tackling us Ooh. to get the ball. Yeah. And just like. People would just like get so bruised and like hurt, but it was so fun. Was it like counselors versus the kids? So we would play like cabin versus cabin with the counselors okay. and then we would do a counselors versus kids game. Did you get absolutely demolished? Yes, but it was so fun for like the one time that you got to like yeah, tackle dude. your cat. Like oh. when there's 10 kids on like a 20 year old, like they're going to get them yeah. down eventually. And like, that's fun. That's I do. Awesome. I do remember. Playing. And no one got seriously hurt. No, <laughs> it's camp. no one. You horse around. It's camp. it's camp. You horse around. Even if someone cracks a collarbone, it's camp. Exactly. I remember. I remember playing capture the fucking flag so fun at camp dude and and there was nothing better than when like the big count like you know the count yeah you know because the counselors the counselors i remember at my camp being old like in their 20s like yeah. like college and graduated college yeah and and you get some dudes that were big yeah some, you know some some diesels oh yeah and there's nothing better than when you get like your whole cabin on that guy and he's yeah just, oh. and like he can't handle like 10 13 year olds like he's gonna go down <laughs> eventually it's just, like, that's good stuff man it was fun um and i love talking about summer camp on all my like job interviews yeah. i think it's very applicable to almost anything in sure, a way yeah um it's a 24 7 job yeah like You're like on the, on the campaign i felt like i was working a lot but like when it's uh, like 2 a.m and my campers freaking out like 
I can't just go to bed. Like, I'm working 24 yeah. 7. Yeah, you can't be like, <laughs> fuck you, Johnny. I'm, yeah, it's like, I'm going to bed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I love summer camp. Big advocate for it. All right, man. This well, was a blast. Uh, I had so much fun. I, ho- I hope this isn't the last time that we get to do this. I would love to come back in a couple years. I would love to have you on yeah. once, once you're out. Once yeah. you finish. Because cause that'll be cool. Because then we can like um, compare. Because you were episode one. That's crazy. Episode I, one I hope this of makes the program. It, it yeah. will. This one, as long as that camera's still recording. Yeah. Which it looks... Kind of looks off. Kind of looks off. But we'll go see it in a second. That's okay. Most of the good content was like... There was good content. <laughs> And uh, I would love to do like a retrospective or something. Have you? I think it's gonna be really funny to listen to this in ten years. Yeah, man. So when we're rich and famous, I hope. I hope so. Don't take off your stuff yet, because I want to get a pic. Give shake my hand. No daps. (laughs) I want to get a picture of you in the cans. Yeah. Um, But uh, this has been a lot of fun. I've had so much fun. The time flew by. Did you have fun? I had so much fun. Thanks for coming on. Anytime, guys. You guys are thanking me, but it was such an honor. That's great. All right. Peace out, you mother. You mother...